It's the emblem of the team we love, the team of the red and the Hi, and welcome to another Borough Podcast. Uh, joining me, I'm Kevin Hilly. Joining me from uh, the Port Melbourne Football Club. Oh, he's sort of got half a smile and half a frown. I'm not quite sure where we are, Sam. Hello, Sam One, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks, Kevin. Yeah, something in between. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's a common feeling of emptiness after a draw, as um, everyone in football has probably experienced at some stage, and no more, um, no more prominent than what it is for us this morning. So, uh, Well, Channel 7, thank you, because it was an exciting game of football for them to broadcast. Yeah, it was. And look, for, from a um, standalone club point of view, we were wrapped to put on such a great show. Yeah. Um, it's terrific for the VFL competition to put our, um, put our brand out there. And um, yeah, I don't think there was uh, many people out there who... Um, you know, would, wouldn't have enjoyed the finish to that game yesterday. It was quite extraordinary. Um, again, you know, you, you, you take the two points. You could have had an extra two points or you could have had two less points. So uh, it is what it is. And uh, as I said, it was a great game of footy, great exhibition. And, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll uh, move on to, um, to Essendon this week in, uh, in, in, a, in a renewed feeling of optimism for what's to come. Oh, terrific advertisement for VFL football, to be honest. Now, coming up, uh, Graham Clark's going to join us from the uh, the Past Players Association talk about uh, the big day that you had uh, yesterday and what's what's coming up with them. Um, uh, Tori uh, Tonin's going to join us from the women's team and uh, Harvey Hooper, from uh, who's been starring at the moment. But you've got a, a couple of things you want to talk about. I guess one of the ones we want to talk about, and we'll talk about it up front, is the membership because there's still plenty of home games coming up and plenty of value in the membership. Yeah, there is. So we've still got... Um We've had we've been on the road for quite um, quite a, a lot of games this year so far. So we've still got still uh, six home games to come in 2019, and hopefully a finals campaign yep. uh, all being well after that. So lots of good value to be had. Um, and uh, as we know, prior to each of those home games, we do run a, a president's luncheon in our Sandridge Events Centre. Um, member and non-member price tickets for all games um, are available via our website at uh, portmelbournefc.com.au. All right, so uh, jump on board. As you said, it's still six games to go. And one of the blokes going to be uh, having a very close look at in those six games. Going to join us right now, Harvey Hooper. Joining us first up on the Borough Podcast, Sam, a bloke who's been a bit of a star for the uh, for the Borough this year and for a number of years now. Yeah, quickly become one of the best players at the club and in the VFL competition for that matter, Kev. Um, and still so young at 22 years of age and having another unbelievable season. In fact, without knowing, I dare say he'd be right up there at the moment in our best and fairest calculations. He's uh, he's hard, he's tough, he's skillful, he's Harvey Hooper. How are you, Harvey? Yeah, good. Thanks, boys. Uh, thanks for having me on. Get that put on your business card, Harvey. He's, uh, that, that's a good little, a good little uh, wrap for you. Uh, join your yeah. season, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm um, loving my season down at the borough um, so far this year. You know, we're obviously going going pretty well. Um, wasn't uh, the best start to the season, but um, you know, seven on the trot was was pretty good. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm loving my time um, so far. And what about uh, what about yesterday, Hoops? How'd you pull up this morning? It would have been pretty sore, I imagine. It was a, a bruising, yeah, uh, I, bruising I game of footy. A, yeah, it was very bruising. Always is um, the case when you play Williamstown, and um, you know, no different um, yesterday. I think a few boys pulled up very, very sore, um, myself included, um, with a pretty sore corky um, to my hamstring. And I know there are a few other boys who are um, walking wounded um, today. So. Um, yeah, you always know when you play Willie, it's always such a great game to be a part of. Um, but yeah, I think everyone's sort of feeling it this morning. Um, no doubt um, we should be right um, by the end of the week. But uh, yeah, a bit ginger. 
What were your thoughts on the game, Hoops? Because it was um, a game of so many momentum shifts and, um, you know, we could have pinched it at the end and, you know, you look at it both ways. You sort of feel like you could have could have had it and then you uh, and then you lost it and then you came back and pinched the uh, the two points at the end. What were your thoughts um, last night and this morning on how it all unfolded? Yeah, look, it was a weird game. You know, obviously they came out um, firing. Uh, probably lucky in the end they didn't. Um, convert in front of goal as well as they um, as well as they should have. Um, but yeah, it was a game of sort of momentum swings. You know, we sort of had it. You know, all to ourselves in the third quarter. Probably could have kicked a, a few more goals ourselves. Um, but um, yeah, it was it was definitely a weird game. It, you know, obviously wet. The ball was a bit greasy. So um, you know, obviously you know we couldn't really get going um, into our uh, ideal game style. So. You know, really, I think we didn't play as well as we would have hoped. Um, and, you know, I think everyone, bar probably Shannon Lang, could probably say they could have played a lot better. So it was it was certainly um, a weird clash. And to finish with the draw, I think, you know, we'll take it in the end because we were seven points down it with, you know, only a couple of minutes to go. But really, end of the third quarter, we should have probably should have probably held on. But, you know, I think we'll take the draw after being a goal and a, and a little bit down. Yeah, probably a, probably a fair summation, I would have thought. Um, Hoops, just from an overall career point of view, you were incredibly lucky to play in a VFL Premiership at such a young age back in 2017. How was that um, experience for you? Yeah, it was quite an amazing experience, one that probably I didn't really um, you know, appreciate as much um, at the time. So I was only second, my second year at Port Melbourne and probably didn't realise how hard they are to win and um, you know, obviously played in, in such a good team and I was... Um, I was, you know, obviously very young when I played in that, but the confidence I got out of playing in that premiership, um, you know, although maybe not being one of the main contributors to the team, um, it certainly gave me a lot of belief in myself that, you know, um, you know, I can be a, you know, a really, really good player in the VFL and, um, you know, playing with, you know, all those leaders and all those people um, that, you know, the Port Melbourne team look up to, um, yeah, so that that sort of experience, you know, just gave me um, so much, you know, so much confidence going into um, the year after. And you know, I think I'm, um, you know, seeing the the positive side of playing that in that grand final this year and um, in playing some good footy. And um, you, you mentioned that some of those names that you you played with in that 2017 year, like you know Pinwell, Dwyer, and Kane. Do you find yourself almost being in that middle ground now of being a, a leader of the next generation of Barry youngsters coming through? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, you know, like playing with those boys, they set such a high standard, um, you know, in training and, and playing. And, you know, we're sort of missing, you know, those um, those sort of senior heads um, now at the club. You know, obviously we've got those older players, but, um, you know, when you lose players like, you know, Dwyer, um, Sanderlands, Kane and, and Pinwell, they're pretty hard to replace. And, um, you know, although the leaders are doing a great job this year, you know, um, I feel... I feel like yeah, a, um, a bit of a young leader out there, and through that experience of playing with those those boys, um, you know, certainly uh, helped me um, sort of develop some leadership skills. And what's the ultimate goal for you, Hoops? I keep hearing plenty of whispers around the traps uh, at VFL level that you you might be sort of talked about as a potential AFL draftee at some stage through your career. Does that remain a, a goal of yours to achieve? Yeah, I, I suppose it does. Yeah, I mean, like when I got to Port Melbourne, my um, my intentions were never, um, you know, to 
to get drafted. You know, it was always to be, you know, the best sort of VFL player I could be and um and still trying to, you know, definitely work on um work on that. Um because, you know, I wanna be sort of as we spoke about before with Pinwell, Dwyer, um, Kane, you know, like those boys are just um you know, held in such, you know, respect of um, solid VFL players and I'm really aiming to, to do that first rather than, um, you know, aspire to be an AFL player. But, yeah, it certainly is on the radar and it is something that I aspire to, but that's probably a, a long-term goal and, you know, in the short term, want to be the best, you know, VFL player I can be. So I still, you know, got a lot to work on. And what about uh, what about Ezzy for you so far, Hoops? What sort of influence has he had on your career so far, and perhaps how he he differs from some of those coaches you might have had coming through your junior system at the at the Oakley Chargers and whatnot? Yeah, yeah, no, nah, Ezzy, um, you know, I've got so much respect for him, um, and you know, obviously from the get go, has backed me in and seen some potential in me, um, you know, picking me for that premiership year, and um, you know, me and him have a pretty good relationship now. Um, and the thing I love about Ezzy is just, you know, his expectations for the group, you know, don't don't differ week to week. You know, he just expects to win. Um, and, you know, those standards that he that he has, um, you know, it it just it just gets the team up and about every single week and um he doesn't accept losing. Um and I think it's a really, really good mindset to have um because the boys really, really respond to it. And um yeah, he's he's an inspiration and um yeah, he's going. He's having another ripping year. And just outside of footy, footy hoops, do you want to elaborate for the fans on what's going on? You're uh, you're on your smoko break or something, are you? Your tradie work yeah, keeping I'm on you on your toes. Break. <laughs> Maybe missing out on a bit of work. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just a second year apprentice. Um, I'm a carpenter, and that's keeping me pretty busy at the moment. Um, you know, working on a, a few high end builds and um, working for a, a mob called Two IC Construction. Um, and um, yeah, it's keeping me uh, fairly busy at the moment, but uh, works pretty well with with footy. You know, obviously finishing at three thirty, and the boys, um, you know, pretty lenient with uh, you know light work and stuff like that. So, is it tougher um, on a day like today yeah. when you are a bit sore, hoops? Yeah, Sunday games are pretty sore. I've got the <laughs> uh, the compression bandages on, and um, I've had a sore thumb all last week as well. So, look, they're pretty good with it. Um, you know, and they're a few of them have played footy before, so they're, they're pretty lenient. Um, when it comes to uh, you know lighter duties on a Monday, but no, nah, they're they're pretty good, mate. But um, yeah, so it's all going well. Good on you, Harvey. Yeah, good luck for the rest of the season, mate. Keep that good form going. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Sammy. Thanks, Thanks boys. On the Borough Podcast, uh, time to turn our attentions to the uh, the women's game, Sam. Yeah, certainly, Kevin. Uh, we haven't played for a couple of weeks, but um, from an overall point of view, one of our uh, biggest recruits for the women's women's team in the off season of 2019 has uh, been kind enough to jump on the line for a chat, and that's Tori Tone. And hello, Tori. I'm well, thank you. How are you guys? Very Good, well. Um, we're about six weeks now into our uh, women's season proper, even though we haven't played for a, a couple of um, a couple of weeks, as I said, due to buys. But uh, what have you made to the overall uh, start of the season? Yeah, I think um, getting through pre-season, pretty, a pretty strong pre-season, we um, rolled into the first few weeks pretty up and about and excited to kind of get into it and crack in and unfortunately had um, a, few, a few losses and uh, I think it doesn't really show, um, it didn't really show, it showed quite our, our potential but 
unfortunately, we just couldn't lock down um, or keep the scoreboard a bit closer. But uh, we came back in the last few weeks and and showed uh, Port Melbourne supporters and fans and the league exactly uh, what we're about and, and got a couple wins on the board. How have you dealt with that couple of weeks off, Tori, in terms of training and things like that? Because um, we had a bit of momentum going with those couple of wins and um, now we've almost been halted um, with those couple of weeks off. How has um, ha- uh, Harold and the uh, and the team dealt with that? Yeah, look, it, sometimes it is a bit, a bit of a, a struggle coming off a couple of weeks off, but um, there, there's... Uh, there's no way that we eased off on the track and H was um, right up us at training and, and uh, we all we all knew that we had a few weeks off but it didn't mean that we can't we eased off um, on training and, and we're really looking forward to getting back into it this week and hopefully get another win on the board. And just a little bit about your background, Tori. What's been your overall level, level of experience in football? Did you did you play much as a junior or was your foray into women's football more of a, a more recent transition? Yeah, um, Honestly, the last three years is is my extensive experience in football. <laughs> I um, predominantly came up uh, through the basketball um, competition younger, but um, I stepped away from that and and thought, you know what, I, I want to get involved in another team sport and I thought I'd give footy a, a crack. And um, I played my first season at Fitzroy, um, local club to me. Um, and then I was offered the opportunity to go along to a BFLW training session down at Richmond and um, lucky enough to have made the squad there and, and played a 2018 season um, at Richmond. And um, unfortunately, wasn't offered that opportunity again, but it wasn't going to uh, tinder my my hopes and dreams of playing footy. And so... I um I looked for a club that I saw had quite an extensive history and a good culture and a sense of community because I believe that that's uh, the biggest thing in football. If you if you feel comfortable and, and you're happy where you play, you're, you're going to play your best footy. And there was no way that I was going to look beyond Port Melbourne. So it was a pretty easy so, decision in the end to uh, to join the Borough in uh, 2019. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I remember um, my first training session. I walked down to Murphy's and. And everyone was just just so welcoming and, and willing to have a kick with me, and you know they'd only known me about two minutes. So um, and H was up and about. I know he's a new coach for the season, but he was so excited for for what we were going to do this year. And and um, I think that is yeah, it was just a great experience coming down to that first session. And and H said to me, oh, you know, Tori, you know, go away and have a think about it. And I said, there's no thinking about it. This is the team I'm playing for. And, and the club that I'm going to represent this year for sure. And just on H, we know him as a, a former men's captain of the club in the early 90s. Um, new to the role th- this year as uh, women's coach, what's he been like uh, for you and the girls? You sort of touched on it there, but um, what's he like as a coach week to week? Yeah, he, he's been fantastic. I mean, it, always, it is always hard coming off a couple losses um, first up in the season, and, and it's quite easy as a coach and as players to drop your head and, and kind of look no further, but... Um, that's absolutely not what H is about and he's all about um, looking forward and playing our best footy and he believes that it starts, you know, on the footy field and, and down at um, Adcon Stadium, you know, it's beautiful ground and, and it, he respects that and he respects all of us. Um, he respects the culture of the, of the club and the team and, and um, he's, all, he's always pushing the fact that the team that we play for, we're going to create memories 
um, and experiences together are ones that we're going to hold for for a lifetime. And I think from um, someone that's played at Port Melbourne and, and represented Port Melbourne, he valued that coming up through Port. And so he's really trying to instill that in all of us. And, and he definitely has in me. And I can speak on behalf of all the other girls that it definitely is going to be a season to remember. And yeah, we're very thankful to have him. And you mentioned your impressions of the club um, before you arrived in terms of that sort of history and community element. How have those impressions been matched uh, since you arrived? Are you really feeling those elements? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think the first thing that comes to mind is H has always had um, uh, fellow teammates of his that he played alongside at Port and, and people that have been, you know, known at the club for a really long time to come in and, and take that time and speak to us and really, you know, preach the importance of the football club and and um, and how high, you know, we should respect the colours that we wear. And, and I think we're all going to walk away from this season think, knowing and believing that Port Melbourne is just such a family and such a community and a great club to be a part of. And in terms of the rest of the year, what are some of the aims for both yourself and the group as a whole? Uh, is it Eastern Devils this week? Yes, Eastern Devils. Oh, look, I haven't I haven't played against them. I've, I've heard a bit about um, a bit about uh, the history between Port and and the Devils, and, and obviously St Kilda Sharks and, and the teams that you know you're going to come in and, and crack in and really turn up for the game. So this week and every other week um, leading towards finals and finals. Yes, we play finals. That's the big goal here. Um, but this week it's not like any other any other week or any other team that we're going to come up against. We'll put on that jumper and as soon as we step out onto onto the footy field, we know we're playing for each other, for H and for Port Melbourne and, and um, we're going to have a big hit out and leave everything out there and just run four quarters. Well, you are one of the most impressive people I've uh, had the pleasure to uh, have on a podcast anywhere. Tori, you are sensational. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, if you haven't inspired people to get down and watch you play this weekend, I don't know what you've got to do. Um, thank, you, <laughs> thank you so much. It's a, you, You've invested in this club like there's no tomorrow, and uh, good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. Let's turn our attention to the Past Players Association, Sam, and we have a very, very, very well-known name around the club joining us now. Yeah, Graham Clark. So um, as we know, over the weekend, Kevin, we held our annual Frank Johnson Heritage Day, which was a day initially set up as a as an initiative to carry on the memory and legacy of arguably our club's greatest ever individual player in, in Frank Johnson. Yep. Um, pleased to report, first of all, that it was a, another very successful day. Um, great to have Channel 7 on board from a TV broadcast point of view, which is always very much appreciated by the, the staff standalone clubs and one man who has been front and centre in helping the club achieve its vision um, for the day is past Barra player and current president of the Past Players and Officials Association in, in Graham Clark. So, uh, Clarky, thanks for your time and your assistance once, once again in helping us out with the, the Frank Johnson Tribute Day this year. It was another great day for the club, wasn't it? Uh, absolutely sensational day to be able to honour that great man and that was the third time we, we've done it and uh, yeah, to play against our old foes in Williamstown, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great... Uh, link up to hook in the past because I, I think it was back in Frank's time really that the enemy part came into it when particularly when they beat us in the 1955, 56, 57 flags. <laughs> so we're, they're not our best mates <laughs> when it comes to that. But uh, no, John and Frank was uh, really special to have his family there and all his grandkids was, yeah, it was
was a great day. I know you've had some uh, extended chats to both the playing group and at uh, the President's Luncheon yesterday, but in short, um, do you want to uh, maybe talk about what Frank meant to you individually and also um, his, uh, I suppose, his mark on the overall history of the Port Melbourne Football Club? Yeah, well, when, when you look at that career that uh, we are able to tell the players last Wednesday night and, and at the luncheon yesterday, it's just remarkable that he did everything at, at such a young age. He was some trophy winner at 20, and he was really appointed captain and coach when he was about 24, but then to be All-Australian in 53 and 56 and captain in 56, wow. And uh, I, I obviously knew him for many, many years after he played, and he, he never pretended to be a superstar and uh, I think it was one of his remarkable traits that he was just an absolute gentleman and uh, yeah when when you realize how good he was you just almost have to bow and bow down you know he's, he's royalty in our club no doubt about that and as we know the um, past players and officials continue to do plenty of good work for us year in year out um, how's things tracking along in 2019 and how can anyone out there get themselves involved in some of the terrific events and initiatives that you've got going there well, our, our next big major function, of course, will be uh, our, our luncheon uh, at the end of August on a Friday. But there's the uh, Legends game coming up on August the 4th, the Sunday. Uh, but they can certainly become members of our association. We're very active. We've got, uh, we're aiming to get over 100 members signed up this year, which is what we've done in the past. But uh, we, we'd like to think we're a pretty active uh, association uh, for the club and keeps all our past uh, members interested and involved in the club. And I suppose it doesn't matter if you've played one game or 100 games for the borough, does it, Clarkie? Because um, everyone's family down there. Correct, yep. Once a borough, always a borough, mate. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Graham, yeah. is, there, is there an era that uh, that hasn't bought into it as, as much as the other eras? I mean, you've had great success over many, many uh, years at the club, obviously, but uh, there's often a little pocket of resistance in there. Is there any particular era that hasn't jumped back in? Yeah, look, there's probably a couple of missing links uh, from, say, that 90s, uh, early 2000s. We've got a pretty good link uh, of the, the 70s and the 80s. Um, yeah, so there's just a couple of pockets that we need to need to target to, to come on board, which would be good. You can probably hear the kids talking. I've just stepped outside the building. <laughs> <laughs> Good uh, in the middle of your day job. No, t- terrific. It's it. Past players is a really difficult thing sometimes, but uh, you've obviously got a great, uh, great bunch to work with, and uh, terrific camaraderie between all the all the decades and all the years. So well done, to you, Graham. It's good stuff. Yeah, no. No, I really appreciate that, and uh, yeah, we we love doing what we do, we do, and we're going to keep doing it too. <laughs> Good yeah. on you, Graham. Thanks for joining us okay, on the guys, podcast. Great work, great work by you guys too. Well done. What a star-studded lineup we've had on uh, this podcast, Sam. Geez, yeah. you've uh, you've called on all the uh, all the food groups. Yeah, I tell you what, it's <laughs> going to be uh, hard to top the um, impressiveness of um, those three uh, guests. What outstanding people of the um, Port Melbourne Football Club in their own way, and. Um, yeah, it was a, a really, really good chat and great to catch up with them all. Now, we mentioned the membership at the start. Just a quick reminder about that. There's still six home games to go, so make sure you jump on board uh, via the website and uh, and be a member because one of the big things that's coming up, and uh, Graham uh, alluded to it, but we can go into a bit more detail, this Game of Thrones Legends game that you've got coming up sounds fantastic. Yeah, so it's a new thing that we're um, we're having a go at this year. Um, it'll be held as part of a curtain raiser to our round 18 uh, home fixture against Geelong um, with the two sides to be captained by 
Toby Pinwall and John Baird, respectively. And uh, if Toby's um, Toby's talk to me a couple of weeks ago was anything to go by, he can't wait to go up against John Baird, who uh, who he spent 200 games uh, playing on the same side as. And he said, oh, I can't wait to play against you, Birdie. Oh, it's so, good to uh, see the boys have lost their competitive spirit. Yeah, right. <laughs> so there'll be plenty more details to come around that game uh, in the next few weeks. But um, again, jump on our website for all the info at this stage. And even if there's any um, past Borough players out there who may want to express interest to pull the boots on and, and take a trip down memory lane you're uh, you're more than welcome and why not sign up to the past players and officials association while you're at it absolutely and so the game of thrones theme so what is a dragon come down and drag you off the ground rather than just a runner or do you have a, a... well we had a uh, we had a graphic designer work on a couple of images which are on our website with uh, with toby and Beardy sitting on the uh, sitting on the iron throne Very so good. it made for a um made for a nice little uh, promotional uh, graphic and um yeah now look it should be it should be a great day and and uh, i know we had a great day yesterday from the um the heritage point of view but Yep. Um, this will be another great initiative to um, to connect that past um, to the present. So, um, yeah, we're very proud of our history and what better way to show it off than a, um, a fun little um, Game of Thrones uh, Legends game before the Round 18 game against Geelong. Should be good. Should be good. Thanks to Harvey, Tori and uh, Graham for their time. Thank you, Sam. And all the details, anything you need to know about the footy club, you can find out on the, uh, on the website, all the details there or on the Facebook page. Very much so. Thank you, Kevin. And uh, we hope to see you. It was a great crowd yesterday and we hope to see it again uh, as we take on Essendon at Adcon Stadium this week.